Yo, 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 what's up, man? It's been about a week, so I had to make sure I dropped this one tonight for y'all. This is a deep one for me personally, and I also feel like it can help a lot of people, man, because I know it's something that we all will experience at some point in life. Um, This episode is going to be about grief and how you should deal with it and how you shouldn't deal with it. And a lot of the examples I'm going to use is going to be personal feelings, personal examples, you know. So um, y'all already know who it is. It's D.A. the realest, man. Hope y'all enjoyed your Sunday. I definitely did. Spent it with the family and the kids, you know, doing a lot of everything. Um, So first off, just give me a little background about myself, you know, one of the major, major losses I took, um, which people who know me personally, you know, know this information, but for the people who don't, I'm definitely going to go into it, and that was Mama Love, man, that's just, you know, one thing that you lose, one person, you know, who just covered so many areas of your life that you lose, man, and she's not coming back. And, you know, just a brief little breakdown of what happened was when I was 15 years old, she was diagnosed with cancer. And we all know how crazy cancer is, you know. And me being so young, I really didn't have a bunch of knowledge about cancer. I just knew the bad part of it. I just knew people died from it. So, you know, so just imagine being young like that. I'm 15, you know, and I don't know how to deal with that emotionally, And, you know, so what did I do? I ignored a lot of it. You know, I I turned to the drug side of things. You know, I became a smoker and all that, which was terrible. Um, So, you know, she beat it the first time around, which was amazing. You know, she was the type of person who never let it control her life. She continued to work. She, you know, she walked everywhere, you know, and she was just an amazing, amazing soul. And she would never let cancer get the upper hand you know so she beat it um it came back again um this time it hit her a little bit harder but you know she was still she was still you know grinding still taking care of what she had to take care of still holding me down you know and I was out her house um at this point in time so I'm probably around 18 17 18 you know it was times I didn't think she was gonna make it to see me turn 18 you know, so that's another feeling in itself. Um, you know, at this point, she's still working at the Bagel Grove, man. And I definitely want to shout them out because they still have a picture of my mother up in there, you know, because she meant a lot to that company as well. Um, but to get back on track, you know, she used to walk, you know, quite a bit of ways. You know what I'm saying? I would bring her sometimes, but sometimes just her being a natural walker. She didn't like asking people to do nothing for her. She'd rather do it on her own which is real big, man, real big, real independent. Um, So, I mean, she's walking and she's carrying like a small size oxygen tank, you know, to help her breathe and everything, especially walking those long distances. I used to tell her, you know, stop working and things like that. But, you know, she wasn't really trying to hear none of that. And, you know, who am I to say, you know? And like I stated before, she wasn't going to let that be the main problem. Um, But... Before I turned 21, April 21st is when she passed away, and I was turning 21 that September, you know. And when that happened, 
man, I did everything wrong, you know? And at the same time, mind you, I'm a father, and my daughter was diagnosed um, with autism at three years old, and, you know, she was real familiar with my mom, so I'm definitely blessed that my mom was able to, you know, be around for her. Um, so just a lot of things emotionally on the inside I was dealing with. And once that happened, man, I didn't turn for help because I had an amazing woman right there by my side the whole time. Erica, and she's still with me to this day through all the dumb shit that I've done. And a lot of it was caused from me not seeking a proper help, even though she was still trying to be there with me. So what did I do? I started partying more. I stayed at work all the time. And I'm drinking. I'm smoking. I'm just doing a bunch of dumb stuff, you know. I, I could have been a way better father, a way better boyfriend, a way better man in general. But by me not trying to release none of that pain or just... just you know, face the fact that my mother's gone and, and celebrate her life like I know she wanted me to, I went the whole opposite way. I started destroying everything around me, man. And for anybody who's going through that, and the loss doesn't necessarily have to be a family member. You know, some people will lose a pet and have these thoughts. Some people will lose a friend, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just speaking loss in general, but just for personal reasons and you know, for this podcast alone, I'm using myself because I'm not going to give you anything that's coming out of a book, you know, and of course, books, there's there's a ton of books on how to deal with like depression and loss and you losing sleep and ways like that. But for me, it's really because I'm giving you everything I've actually felt and went through. Like I've been in denial about the whole thing. And after I lost my mom, I lost my grandmother shortly after that. I lost two uncles shortly after that. In the midst of that, I lost a couple people on my father's side of the family. So just imagine losing all of those things and being in denial about it all. Just just not accepting help, you know, because that's when pride kicks in. As a man, I can't let nobody see me cry, you know, and it was totally wrong. So I don't care if. You on the side of the road and you feel like you got to cry. You pull over and you let that shit go because you don't want to feel that type of hurt. Like, you don't, this shit is drowning. Like, I've been through the depression stage. And like I said, I'm pushing the one person who's actually trying to be there by my side away because of pride. And as men, you know, growing up, we taught like you can't be soft. What you crying for? Da da da. Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't want to experience that. That shit is dark, and it hurts me the most because that took away a better person I could have been for my daughter, knowing that she was dealing with something far more serious than I was. And as a man, I can admit that I could have been a better man. Period to everybody around me. So finally, I broke out that stage, and guess what? That was about eight years later. So just imagine the type of thoughts that's going through my head. So anybody that's dealing with anything like that, man, you got to you got to look it in the face. It's natural to be sad. It's natural to be sad. I'm not saying that it's not, but you got to, you know, celebrate that person's life or find look at the, the brightest side of things. Memory wise, while they was on this earth, if it's like a, um, a family member that you lost, don't ignore it. 
because I promise you that shit will not go away and it will eat you alive. Like, I, I just became so emotional. Like, I had so much pent-up emotions inside of me. Like, I just found myself tearing up for nothing. Like, that's how deep it was. I could be watching a show, somebody, I could see somebody with cancer and it just triggers it. Boom, I start tearing up. I got to look up in the sky, look away, start thinking about other things. You don't want it to get to that point to where now you're losing friends, you're losing, your relationship is failing, you're not being the best parent you could be, most importantly to your kids. So seek help, rather that be a person that you know personally, a family member, or professional help. Don't never let nobody tell you you'll be all right or they got over it so you'll be all right in a couple days. Never, because they don't feel what you feel. And I'm here telling you that right now. It's not nothing good to deal with. So if you need help, go seek it. Do not be afraid. And keep in mind, this is personal experience. This is nothing I read in a book. This isn't a source. This isn't somebody else's story. This is mine. Like, I lost a lot of people. I mean, it got to the point to where I'm down in North Carolina now, but my brother would call me from New York. And there was points where I was scared to answer the phone. Because I felt like every time I was answering the phone, he was telling me somebody died. Like, can you imagine? Like, that shit hurts. That shit hurts. Like, the last four times I went back home to Utica, where I'm from, it was all funerals. Nothing about that is fun. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it's going to be something that everybody's going to experience. We're all going to... We're all going to die at some point. Somebody's going to die that we know at some point. And if it happens or whatever type of loss that may affect you in like this type of magnitude, you got to face it head on. You can't be in denial about it because it's not going nowhere if you if you continue to ignore it. It's not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to waste time. And mind you, like I said, my mother was, well, I was 20 when I lost my mother. And... 28, around 27, 28 is when I actually was able to look it in the face and stop being in denial, you know, so that's just me, you know, something I dealt with and I felt like this type of information would help somebody, you know, and I just met an amazing, amazing uh, therapist. He does more of like the family therapy. Um, he is down here in the North Carolina area. His name, I'm going to get that for you right now. I got to get his card. It's Derwin Isaiah. He's a LPC out of Charlotte. So if you need help, any type of therapy, go holla at him. He's an amazing person. And also, if he doesn't, um, if he doesn't, uh, sub oh my goodness, I'm getting caught up in my words. If he does not provide the services that you need, I'm pretty sure he will guide you in the right direction. So do whatever you got to do. Let the tears go, man, and stay away from people who are telling you, oh, you'll get over it because you'll actually start to think that and you will ignore how you really feel. So please, I'm begging each and every one of y'all, whoever listens to this, man, if you even know somebody who's going through these losses or just down mentally and isn't themselves, uplift them, man, because you could really save a life, like, like, the depression is real. It's real. It's not going nowhere, you know, unless you treat it how it should be treated. You know what I'm saying? 
So I definitely thank y'all for taking the time out to listen to this one. Like I said, this podcast, I'm going to be talking about any and everything. I could be talking about sports and I can give you our personal things like this. Um, but please use a hotline, do whatever you got to do. Thank you for your time. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day. Stay blessed, man.